Welcome back to The Right Hook with me, Simon Delaney, here on News Talk. Now it's time to kickstart another business. And today we're encouraging the next generation of engineers. And we're joined as ever by Jared Tannum of Island Bridge Brand Development. And this week we're joined by the owner of Cog and Axel, Colm O'Hanloon. Did I say that right? Yes. Beautifully done. <laughs> and I only practice for an hour. Welcome to the programme, gentlemen. Uh, before I come to you, Jer, Colm, could you introduce your business to me? Yes, hi. Uh, my business is Cog and Axel, and it's to encourage um, engineering, maths, and science uh, in primary schools, uh, particularly the area of forces. And it's an area which is under uh, resourced mm-hmm. and overlooked a little as well. So the story is about uh, Henry's piano and the Levo, and it brings uh, engineering, maths, and science uh, alive in classrooms. Is the key to it that it's tactile? Yes, uh, you have a storybook and then you have the resource uh, which is here, which is the Levo. And that is a combination of pulleys, levers, inclined planes. And the central character is Henry's piano, which is a small wooden piano which weighs 300 grams. And the 300 grams is really important. Do you remember when you were in school mm-hmm. at the back of the classroom, there mm-hmm. was all the weights, mm-hmm. just the blobs of lead that didn't That's mean right. much, yeah. you know, 100 grams, 200 grams. And they'd be sort of wheeled out at the end of the year. We're doing weights this week. Mm. And uh, so around around this is a 300 gram piano. And with that, then children and uh, the teacher explore weights, measures and the science and physics around lifting and moving uh, all of those. Problem solving. You're getting into yes. various issues. We're looking at at the piece. It's beautiful. Thank you very and much. And you assembled it yes. amazingly quickly. Because <laughs> if you dev- if you'd given me the bag and asked me to do it, <laughs> hours, I'm looking at hours. No, actually, regarding the design of it, yeah. uh, there are uh, certain resources out there. Um, it was designed with uh, classrooms, uh, Irish classrooms in, in mind. Mm-hmm. There's a limited amount of space and uh, there's a limited amount of pieces. So over the design process of designing the, the, the Levo, uh, I each time I redesigned it, I tried to remove a piece uh, so that it would be very, very simple uh, to assemble. The children can assemble it themselves. Uh, there's only th- uh, five main pieces. It stacks flat, uh, so for storage in classrooms. It was designed with classrooms and teachers and pupils in mind. Um, and it, it assembles very easily. It's very robust as well. It is. Jer. What do you think? <laughs> well, uh, first of all, um, I kind of found it interesting Cullum was talking about it as a resource. For me, it's a game. <laughs> yeah, and, it's a challenge. And, 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 and ultimately, <laughs> no, but I think that's really important because that's actually um, what uh, I think he's tapped into is, is that I think there's some expression along the lines of, you know, there's nothing more serious than the mind of the child at play. And in many respects, they're, 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 you're coming at a very serious um, thing. Yeah. But we first experience as kids in, in, in the sense of, of forces and weights and all that sort of thing. Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to make sense of it ourselves. And we do that best by play. And we do a certain amount of it in a structured play. And so for me, the, 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 the key kind of term here is game. And I know that may not appeal as much to the target customer who's the teacher yes. but actually if you can find a way to get children to play seriously yes yeah. um, you have it nailed as a teacher so uh, that that would be my instant reaction to it but because your background Colm you are a teacher yes uh, I've been a primary school teacher for the last 20 years uh, I've worked uh, abroad and in Ireland as well in Gaelskolina in English medium schools rural and urban schools um, and uh, so I'm f- very aware of the the need for these resources, mm. and that when you have resources, you your your working life is so much easier mm. and enjoyable. Yeah. And uh, so when you have the 
the right tools, uh, it, it makes life for you easier as a teacher. And also when you're relaxed, the kids are relaxed in class. Because, and that's key because I, I, I have found having four boys, I know you're three boys. Yeah. We have a seven aside between us. <laughs> we should enter a street league. Exactly. <laughs> you design the goals. Right. <laughs> and um, I've discovered that, you know, with my boys, in terms of using, uh, you know, the little Lego mini kits, the packs you yes. can buy at the supermarket shelf. Yes. They cost 50 cent or 70 cent. And they will use them in a group so they'll have three kids around a table. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. And they'll, they'll open the packet. There's a book of instructions. And one part, one child has to read the instructions. The other child has to pick out the pieces the engineer wants. Yes. And the third child has to build them. Yes. And they're using that as a resource to teach communication, mm-hmm. listening yes. to the instruction. Yeah. What piece do you need now? I'll get that for you and I'll give that to Colm. Mm-hmm. And then they build it together. Yeah. So it's, And that's come from a teacher. That, that came from a teacher in my son's school. He said, I saw them. I saw my nephews playing yes. with them and thought... That's a great teaching tool. Yeah. Has has he has he hit on something here in terms of? I mean, what's his market? Well, I I, I kind of touched on that in the sense that obviously, the, ultimately, the person who uses it is a child, and, yeah. and it has to have that immediate tactile appeal. Um, but the the person who's going to make the buying decision is going to be the teacher, and often heavily influenced. Uh, by the Parent Teachers Association and the school principal, obviously, because they have a, a say in different ways in what gets brought into the classroom. So the, 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 the teaching environment is one of the most difficult environments to sell into. Now, obviously, Cullum has a, an inside track. He's a teacher. He well, he has the knowledge knows, of the market. Well, he, he? kind of knows how it works, but actually it, it's a very complex selling cycle. You often hear people who are selling into pharmaceuticals and selling into you know big corporations talking mm. about you know the, the various kind of stages and it's a yeah. complex, multi-layered set. Yeah. But actually, the sale into a school is very multi-layered and, mm-hmm. and, and even the kind of the selling cycle or the buying cycle, because you can't sell into a school at certain times of year. You simply won't get the attention. Um, Look and, at the and, joy and, in his yeah. face. <laughs> with his no, but, 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 but where I'm getting to is that this business, almost more than any other, it's really important that Cullum has a kind of a, himself a visual understanding of what that kind of. Uh, the route that a customer goes to make a purchase. When he can sell, when, when the window is open. Exactly, what information people need to get at what time of the year. and what, so Because ultimately, like all uh, business people, you're <clears> looking to help your customer to buy. It isn't about selling to people, it's about helping them to buy. If this is right for the, the teacher and right for the kids in the classroom, well then, Cullum's job is actually, how can I help them to buy yeah. this resource that's just right for them? Um, not for the first time this week, sitting in for George, I'll ask a stupid question. Um, um, am I crazy to think that there's that there are other markets out there in terms of dare I mention the word toy market um, you know in terms of because I'm thinking of Meccano and I'm thinking of you know the bigger Lego projects the Millennium Falcons you know because they're engineering projects really that father and sons and, and fathers and daughters yes no do. There, there is that is there uh, a market there? there 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 would be mm. a, a somewhat limited market one of the most important uh, aspects of for 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 Cog and Axel is the book is is not only the storybook but the teacher's manual which goes with it. Uh, now the teacher's right. manual is uh, directed for the non-specialist primary school teacher, uh, and it goes through and is directly linked to the primary school curriculum, uh, and the content objectives of the primary school curriculum and. All the other products you mentioned there are, are, are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I played with all of those when I was young and I still am known to still That's mess right. around with them. <laughs> you know, you can say that. Yeah. It's, fine. it's fine. You're amongst friends, Colm. And so <laughs> this, uh, 
one of the aspects of those other products is, and they're wonderful for home, and we've all, as you have done yeah. guys as well, we've all stepped on the small part mm-hmm. in bare feet and it does huge damage. Oh, there's nothing quite like it four <laughs> no. o'clock in the morning. Exactly. And you're going to get the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so with with this here and the, 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 the hundreds of parts in, in those in, yeah. in a classroom environment, at home, they're wonderful because you have a limited number of children, be they three yes, or four or five. True, yeah. In a classroom, you're talking about 30 children. Yeah. And parts go missing very, very easily. At the end of the school year, when teachers are tidying up their classroom, yeah. the amount of missing parts you find yeah. on the shelves and our jigsaws, our missing parts, just ruin an activity. Yeah. Colm, I know, and this is a question that I'll put to Jer as well, mm-hmm. because it's a question I want to ask him on behalf of you. Yes. But you have taught abroad, you, you've taught in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. Did, is this something that you saw in schools in Europe or where, where did the seed of the idea What happened from? was I was looking for a resource. So I looked at the content objectives of the curriculum uh, and it has to be said that the curricula across Europe are generally the same. There are minor uh, modifications, modifications yeah. and emphasis and all that, but generally they're the very same. And um, again, I was looking for a resource that could put this whole area into a context. Mm. So what I did was I used to just tell the kids a story uh, about somebody moving something big and heavy mm. and we'd, we'd build and try to design these kind of things. What happened then was I, I then in the shed just built one myself, similar to this, uh, a yeah. lovely, and I started writing, but a colleague saw it and uh, it was because there was nothing available. It was these kits and I says, I'm not bringing a kit with thousands of pieces in because we lose it. I did bring in on my own Lego and stuff yeah. where I get the kids, but we'd lose parts. And a lot of the time would be spent, uh, you know, finding the parts or cleaning up and all the rest of it and distracting from, let's say, the activity. Although they are very valuable activities in and of themselves is the designing and making. Yeah. But getting to this, so uh, I a colleague was going past and uh, looked in and says, how come you get all your kids kind of all engaged <laughs> and playing with the pulleys and all the rest? And she says, what happened? I said, well, I just told him a story and we used this and she liked the, the, the look of the, yeah. the the Levo that I had. And she says, can I borrow it? But could you quickly write out the story for me? Like uh-huh. the story you tell. You see. So I went and home that beginning weekend. beginning of the manual. Exactly. I went home and wrote down the story of Henry's piano as I would just tell the kids uh, in the classroom. And as the story unfolds, Henry needs a new piano and he needs to begin bringing it home. So it starts off with the use of a lever and then an inclined plane and the use of clotheslines as pulleys and the use Very of good. granny's lumpy bumpy blanket for the friction. How long ago to where we sit today? Uh, this, I would say, is about three years. Three, four, three, and, three and a half years. And Ger, a similar question in terms of Europe. Yeah. Is the market broader for this outside Ireland? What's, this, what's that sell like in terms of sure. bureaucracy and selling points and selling times? Yeah, well, if I, if I can answer that by also partly answering the kind of the question you asked earlier in mm. terms of, you know, the, the, the very many different types of markets you yeah. kind of asked, you know, is there a toy market, yes, is yeah. there etc. Um, first of all, I think it's hugely important um, not to get distracted early on into all the people who could buy because it's more important to business who will buy. But in answering your second question, clearly, um, Cullum has identified kind of the primary school teacher as the primary, if you like, uh, user of it in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And as he's noted, you know, primary school teachers across 
you know, Europe and probably across the world are remarkably similar uh, yeah. creatures. That's, yeah. that's the nature of it. So um, kind of the selling into those environments um, shouldn't be difficult. However, obviously, different markets are structured slightly differently. So it's really important that he kind of gets his approach into the Irish market, into the Irish school, uh, really um, kind Watertight. of slick and well run, yeah. because you could get very distracted trying to adapt to different systems that mightn't be dramatically different. Mm. But if they're different enough, Colm could find himself kind of in Paris at the wrong moment trying to sell into that market simply because he doesn't know it well enough. Is it wrong to talk about price point at this stage because it's not effectively a retail product? But, you know, have you spoken to Colm about sure. price point? Have you Has he got that right? Do you think well, what, what are we looking at price-wise? Uh, for the basic kit, it's uh, €225. Euro. And that, yeah. that's everything that's we, we see in the see floor plus the manual. Plus the manual, that's 200 pages. And the important thing about that is that that's a manual and a school plan for in, in the Irish context from junior infants to sixth class. So it's not for the class, it's it's for the whole school. So if you want, you begin dividing that out and it works out very little, but that it is for the whole school and with the spiral nature of the curriculum, Mm. The younger children will engage with it just going, uh, pushing a lever up and down. But as they yeah. move up through the school, they begin measuring that with a force meter, putting numbers on So it becomes more it. advanced. And then you go towards the advanced. That seems very clever, yeah. doesn't the it? Advanced, exactly. uh, and the price, yeah. the price sounds... Uh, the price is, is about right. I mean, it, it, look, there's an argument that in a sense it may be undervalued. I mean, when you kind of yeah. break it down like that. Yeah. But, I suppose that. But again, it's often about the reality of what you're, you know, the environment you're selling into. But I suppose if you're looking at something like... Uh, you know, Parent Teachers Association fundraising for a resource, that's, uh, you know, a pitiable <laughs> uh, figure. Uh, and, and you'll often find, so it, it, if, if you can persuade people of the value um, in that kind of buying group context, mm. then I would say that it's probably undervalued slightly. But I think it's it, it, it's it's a purchase that the price of it isn't going to stop somebody buying it in the sense that if mm-hmm. you're seeing it as a resource for even just confining it to a class yes. in itself, when you see the, the, the value it, it'll deliver, it's well priced. And is there anything else that because a lot of sales pitches would be, look, this is what ours cost. This is what something similar cost. Sure. Can you compare it to anything? Is there anything in the classroom that's of similar setup, structure, use that you can say, look, this is what I'm using in the classroom at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I know um, this cost the school X. In in one way, no. And that's why it ended that's up. Why that, that's here. why, why yeah. it's here. Why, yeah. why it happened. Because a, a lot with the other products you were talking about, um, they, they, they become a bit of a distraction and there's lots of it. And they become, again... Yeah. Uh, in the classroom environment uh, at home they're wonderful yeah. in the classroom environment they don't always work no. um, so the reason it became to be was because there wasn't a comparable uh, product uh, that linked so specifically with a curriculum and also brings literacy in with the story so I developed also the, the literacy element of the story so you're bringing you in see, the, I, I think there are so many good selling points in this in terms of yeah. school there's the story element there's the 200 page manual for the teacher, there's the actual construction itself, yes. and the fact that it goes across the from senior emphasis six class. Yeah, and uh, you, you could argue that in some ways, um, Cullen's job will become easier when he has other products, and in a sense, the cog and axle approach to yes. resources in that space. Because I that, presume there are other products. <laughs> there are other products. Of course, there are. There are. Yeah. So, so in, in many ways, you know, it's more difficult for us to sell a single product than to sell a number of products. Because remember, we're not talking about kind of disposable income by and large here. It's not like a principal or a teacher no, no. Or, or a parent-teacher association <clears throat> saying, who shall we, what shall we spend money on? In a sense, 
they're looking and saying, you know, what do we absolutely need? And it's about getting the the purchase into that sense of we have to have a Cogan Axel mm-hmm. resource yes. in this area and the, the particular, whether it's Henry's Piano, whether it's whatever the other mm-hmm. products might be. So I know that's not answering, in a sense, the challenge for, for Colin, but that is in no, a way where... No, but it's explaining he, it too. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in lots of ways, he, 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 he has that kind of uh, difficulty, you could say, in some respects, is that I think in order to make real impact long-term and to build a long-term sustainable business, he needs to be seeing this as the first of a suite of products that will go into and become in many respects in people's minds the rep, the reference point for that type of resource mm. and, and, and in time people will talk about Cog and Axel mm. in the same way as they talk about Folans or whatever it might be. To, yeah. to use um, um, other business parlance I'm in. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> me likey. Me likey. <laughs> Colm O'Hanloon that's a great idea. I hope it's a huge success for you. Cogandaxel.ie, I presume, is the yes, website. Yes. People can go and check it out for themselves. Teachers out there, principals out there, check it out. Uh, thank you to uh, Colm O'Hanloon and, of course, to Jared Tannum of the Island Bridge Brand Development. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. We're back after these.